M S W Media. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. 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 Thank you for joining us. Yes. here this week for another exciting episode of The Final Word. We want to thank you also for following us on all the Facebooks and the Twitters and the Instagrams yes. at Frangela Duo, that's D-U-O, and at Idiot Week. Yes. We want to remind you to go to sexyliberal.com to check out all the Sexy Liberal shows. If you haven't, what are you doing? Why are you hurting you? Why are you hurting you? Don't do that. And while you're there, make sure you check out all the podcasts, too. There's so many wonderful, incredible voices in this network, and we're so proud to be a part of it. So make sure you go to sexyliberal.com and check out everything there. We also want to remind you to join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on the Frangela Duo page for Idiot of the Week Live. That's you- right, on Facebook. Yes! You can come over there and laugh and get your afternoon laugh, and you know what? You can see all the inner workings of how we put together the Idiot of the Week podcast. The magic. The magic. If you will, how the sausage is made. Uh, also, we want to tell you, if you want a quick little video message from us, go to Cameo. Yeah. Go to Frangela's page on Cameo.com and we can send you like a like a birthday song or a message or a, tell your best friend hey. Or tell your boss why you missed work. Mm-hmm. We'll give you a note. Yes. A video note. Whatever you need. And since you're on the internet already, why don't you just go on over to Patreon, put in Frangela and become a Frangela Patreon. And you know what you get for that? What? You get three micro idiots a week. And right, right now, I think that you could start from one. And have like 250 oh, or you, more. You are, it is the greatest gift to you. Yes, it is. It's it's sort of an eat, pray, idiot. You know what I mean? It's really important that you go on this journey. And you know what? And self-care is great it's right now. It's very important. Let me tell you something. And, and also, we want to thank everybody, our new Patreon supporters and everybody who's been with us from thank the beginning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are getting us through this pandemic, and I cannot thank you. We cannot thank we you enough. We cannot thank you enough. And, and, and we just please. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> There's you, no thank way to you. be even to, to express it. Thank you. Uh, also, you can always catch us on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show every Friday morning 
for the Black Power Hour. Oh, it's so good, y'all. It's where Stephanie Miller becomes Stephanie Mills. Yes. In a beautiful awakening. It's hard to describe. It is hard to describe. But, you know, there are oftentimes uh, really special guests like Fred Sanford. Yes. Oh, Fred Sanford makes, uh, I don't want to say every week. But just about. Plus, if you're new to dancing... Um, I would high. I mean, I think we would both recommend that you check out the chair. We do a, a, a very ornate chair dance at the beginning. Yes. Uh, at the start, if you're watching on Free Speech TV or, or StephanieMiller.com, and mm-hmm. you can, and and you can watch that. And also, you know, I think everybody knows that Stephanie Miller is probably the best dancer. I was going to say the, the pointiest industry. dancer I've ever seen. The pointiest and on point. Yeah. Dancer. There you go. There um, you in, go. In news. Yeah, I mean, for a long time it was Lawrence O'Donnell, but then he had that injury, <laughs> and now it's Stephanie Miller holding it down. Well, let's get started, shall we? Let's uh, COVID. Let's talk about the COVID. Yo. First of all, I'm so sick of these people. I can't. Girl. I, I mean, I can't. It's you know what you know the ignorance on top of the ignorance, oh. and then then the true hesitancy that is really you know the fear and so the the problem is is when i'm talking about it and we're talking about it i I, my emotions are coming out about the the ignorance and i but i do have compassion for people who are hesitant for fear based reasons yeah i don't anymore they've they've exhausted me a little bit um and, and this is why i think that that i where i am really frustrated is i feel like of course, the Biden administration, There's there was no response yeah. until the Biden administration. That's right. You know? um, so do not take this in this in that vein, mm-hmm. you know, is a critique in that way, because I think they are doing everything. But I do think that we have got to figure out there's a difference here between things that are this. This is life. OK, yeah. this is a life or death issue. This isn't I kind of don't like it. I'm not too sure about it. And there are life or death issues that we don't wait to see how people feel about. Like, we don't wait to see how people feel about driving drunk. Right. We don't wait to see how people feel about putting their children in danger in an, any number of ways. Um, we don't wait to see how you feel about wearing a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. To me, this is one of those issues. And yes, do I think we could have a much better coordinated national campaign? Absolutely. Let's get on that. Yeah. And, and, and take that time and go door to door and make sure that it isn't. I think also sometimes they're calling hesitancy without knowing what. Why is it? That's exactly. You know, that's, they're that's, just labeling it hesitancy without asking themselves. Oh, we made this within five miles. Well, what if you can't get out of your front door? Well, this is what I found interesting this morning. I'm watching the news and um, talking. They're talking about the steps that they're make they're taking to make sure you know various populations have access to the vaccine. To your point, here in California, the stats are 66 percent of Asians have been vaccinated, 59 percent of white people, 46 mm-hmm. percent of Latinos and 36% of African-Americans. Right. Um, here are some national numbers, okay? Uh, and, and so the point I was trying to make is, is that, so what are they doing here in Los Angeles? They realize that a lot of people are looking at the news and seeing lines and, and, exactly. saying, and saying, I don't have time to go stand in that And they line. don't know that it's free. They don't hit that enough. And so what they've done here in Los Angeles is they've put uh, vaccination site, sites at popular metro stations mm-hmm. so what they're doing while people are waiting for the train or waiting for the bus they have nurses go over yep. to them and say hey have you been vaccinated you know we can come and vaccinate you right here right now yep. and they can step over get the vaccination and move on with their day yep. it is they're doing it in new york what here's some here's some free tickets to the botanical garden here's the you know in, in, in times square yep. they're doing it in times square so here's some numbers 
numbers, just so we know where we are as a country. About 262 million doses of COVID-19 vaccine has been administered here. And, um, and the CDC is saying that 261 million 600 yeah, thousand, thousand basically. basically total doses have been administered about 79% of the total th- about 330 million doses delivered. Okay. And that's about 1.9 more administered doses reported since even yesterday. So what, what at a clip kind yes. of doing 2 million a day. Yes. It's undeniably working and they're getting out there. I do think, I agree. I do think that, that, people are deciding something is hesitancy without actually knowing that. Right. And that um, the reality is that the messaging around things being free and getting things to people in the easiest way possible, still, you know, we still got some work to do on that. Because I wonder how much, when we get down to really I don't want it, I I don't know, I don't think we actually know what that number is. Right. Because um, right. they're not asking everyone. They can't ask everyone. They don't know where everybody is. So that's, you know, but as we move forward, as you no doubt know, that we're starting to open up the vaccine to kids. Yes. And so I have a 15-year-old, and I'm excited about her getting her vaccination because, I, you know, I I want that for her. I don't want her to get sick. I don't want her to be ill, you know? Um, and the, so That's so weird. Yeah, I know. I know, uh, I know. Yeah. So that the, they have uh, approved, about to approve uh, Pfizer for kids. And that's a two-shot situation. I I, th- I also think I, I'd i like to see them make a move on the Johnson & Johnson yeah. vaccine. Because I get that that it, this is the thing. And part of my where my, my action comes from is I feel like we've taken um, ignorance and we've elevated it by doing things like this mm-hmm. like this six and yes a woman did die and that's a that's obviously a tragedy but the it's the number of people who are actually affected by the the j and j shot isn't even a point zero zero percent and i think when we hyper react we sort of give credence to a lot of fears about it instead of just being like hey dude this yeah a few a few people and that's going to happen and here's what the signs are and here's the people who we might be concerned about maybe but put it in a better context because one shot is we have but that's better like (laughs) like it's just better yeah yeah and and because this is the thing about 46 percent of the population have received at least one dose the the problem is is getting people back in the door for that second dose happen 38 percent that third just 35 percent of the population about 116 million people have been fully vaccinated that's not enough okay that's not enough and and we're talking about you know the president of the united states wants everybody vaccinated 70 percent of the population he wants to reach herd immunity by july 4th you know Mm -hmm. so that that's really important also we're looking at these cities that are looking to, you know, lift these restrictions. D.C. to lift capacity restrictions on all businesses starting June 11th. New York will require vaccinations for in-person students at public universities this fall. Uh, it, you know, we're trying to move the goal line and, and, and push, pu- not move goal line, but push people towards the goal line. Well, and I get that. I do think there's something to be said for show people a glimmer yes. of what. But I, uh, as we've talked about before... We, we just don't seem to be, a, I don't know if we're a species that has a hard time with uh, moderation or a culture or what, but it does seem like we don't do well with, 
um, make the choice for yourself. No. <laughs> and, and whether it's soda pop or masks. So I, I feel like we get into the situation where I go, I'm going to say this for me. I have decided, that, and I guess I could change my mind, but at this point, no matter what happens, I'm going to continue to wear a mask mm-hmm. because I didn't get sick this year. Yeah. And that was awesome yeah. to not get a cold. And I get the flu shot every year. So, I, I mean, to me, there were benefits beyond covid yeah. to wearing a mask and being more aware of myself in social environments yeah well and we're talking about right now lifting the restrictions of masks indoors mm-hmm. that you know this week so and there you go it doesn't mean you you don't you can't wear it right you but know? you don't have but to you do, i mean you in mean those places to. but i think that the, there's a lot of confusion around that as of right now you do need to still wear that mask yeah you know and and i've talked to people who work at different businesses uh and the, the, there's confusion, right? Because they see it on the news. They think, oh, they're lifting man. That may not be your community. Yeah. You know, and the tier that we're here, that we're in here in Los Angeles is it's yellow. It isn't green. Yeah. You still have to wear them. Yeah. <laughs> but people, I think, are kind of getting confused around that messaging. And this was a really, I thought, important headline. America's COVID vaccine hesitation is an insult to countries in need. Yeah. Because uh, of unequal access to the COVID, of COVID Im- immunization, I love this term, amounts to vaccine apartheid. That is a term. And uh, and this is a quote from the South African president, a situation in which the populations of advanced rich countries are safely inoculated while millions of poorer countries die in the queue would be tantamount to vaccine apartheid. If the international community is, quote, truly committed to human rights and the values of equality and non-discrimination, vaccines should be viewed as a global public good. Absolutely. It's confusing to me that that it wouldn't be because like um i'm not an economist as you know but i feel like the stock market would be very in very bad shape if everybody was dead yep that's something i believe i don't know if that i don't know if you agree if you concur with my economic analysis i I do agree with that and here's the thing what we do know is if trump were still in power nobody you know india wouldn't have gotten those vaccines it's you know it's america first we girl we wouldn't have them Tell the truth. Tell the truth. But And I just want to say this last thing he said. He said they should be made available to all, not just the highest bidders. Yes. And that's important, okay? Because also, right now, the WHO reclassified the highly, highly contagious triple mutant oh, COVID-19 variant. That is like the scariest <laughs> spreading of words. In India as a variant of concern. So get these people the fucking vaccine because we don't want that on our shores or theirs or theirs. I hate to remind people this, but where do you think our doctors are coming from? Okay. I'm just saying, uh, it's, it's, we have to get on top of that. And I think that there's no doubt that this administration has just, they've been hitting them. I they mean, have. They're they have. on it. This is not a particular that, but that doesn't mean we can't do better. That's right. So, and it's a level of mindfulness. Yes. And it's a level. And, and, and the other thing is, is, you know, like if you are hesitant, realize that you live in a country where you have access. This is free. There mm-hmm. are people dying in the mm-hmm. streets. There are people praying you know, for not even themselves, for, for people that they love to get mm-hmm. the vaccine. You, you t- please take it, take it, please. Please take it and, and, and just encourage everyone you can to. And I, you know, I don't know how to, I mean, I've watched different and read different articles about people going through, like, what does it take yeah. to get through people who are actually like 
not just hesitant, but like, no. Yeah. And at some point, you know, there, there may be a population that's just intractable that will not change their view. And then we have to figure out what we're going to do. But I think that this is, it is an existential threat. That's not, that's not hyperbole. It's like, this is a threat. This virus is a threat to life on this planet. Absolutely. So we can't be held hostage by people's fears. And ignorance. I, I was in a menopause chat group on Facebook today. Okay, I, and that depressed the shit out of me. And, <laughs> and I watched a woman say that the vaccination caused, causes shedding and internal bleeding and 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 men- kicks, kicks you out of menopause it it, and it's just like it doesn't, it doesn't. and but i'm going to tell you hundreds of women yeah responding to it, it li- living in that little piece of it and i'm going to tell you it's all over social media i just don't understand francis because this is the thing i know about most people when you want to get a haircut yeah Okay, you just want to get your hair cut. I'm not even saying like a big change. Maybe you just want like a trim, right? You're not trying to change your look or who you are. Do you go on Facebook and ask people how to cut your hair? Some people do. And then do that. Do you go on Facebook and somebody says, I'm not a hairdresser, but this is what you should do. Do you actually do that? Because... Yes, there's some percentage who do stupid. That's why we have a podcast at the end of the week. That's right. But the overwhelming majority of people go to what we call a hair salon of some sort. Thank you. Whether it be, I don't care if it's Bo Ricks. I don't know what it is. Bo Ricks. I don't know if that even exists anymore. What's the sassy, classy, sassy, classy cuts? I don't know. Sam cuts. Sam cuts. I don't know what it is. But you go to some kind of barber, some kind of hair salon, your cousin who almost finished cosmetology school. Right. Something. And ask yourself, if I won't let somebody who has some degree of expertise put dye on my hair. That's right. That's then right. why am I taking medical advice from people I don't know? Joe Schmo? Uh, thank you. That's my thing. I mean, I like we say over and over again, I have we have all been people and and or watched people spend weeks, months researching the best taco happy hour in a city. Could you put a tenth of that effort into figuring out if this vaccine is is a good thing to do? That's right. That's yeah. all I'm asking. That's all. That's it. So please, please, please do the work if you're on the fence. And get or if yourself, you know people who are. Oh, you, you know, know, yes, exactly. And get, you know, and, and I'm going to tell you something. All my cousins, you know, yeah. all the people that I know, I, that's all I do on, on Facebook all day long is stop when somebody has a question mm-hmm. about, you know, the, you know, the Johnson and Johnson. I tell them about our experience. Mm-hmm. I tell them about my husband's experience. You have and maybe we, send them to the CDC. Yes. Or, you know what I mean? Or because, to doctors. Because, because here's the thing. They're just scared, you know? I get that. But ask yourself what you do when you're normally afraid. That's when true. your car stops working, yeah you might go up and ask you might listen to the car guys a little bit you might go and ask some people you know who you think know about cars but at the end of the day what ends up happening you gotta go to a mechanic there we go to a professional okay also yesterday biden talked about the economy and additional steps to get americans back to work and this was a very important conversation that we angela and i really wanted to have as two people who are virtually just out of work you know legally yeah legally Legally, we can't do our jobs the way we were doing them so uh yesterday he announced additional steps to get americans back to work including removing barriers that are preventing americans from returning safely to quote uh good paying work and taking steps to make it easier for employers to hire new workers an official said the remarks highlight assistance to hard-hit child care providers and that was the first point that angela when we talked we're going over the show that 
Angela brought up. She was like, people aren't not going to work because they don't want to go to work or don't want to earn money. Because they've gotten too many benefits and it's just they get more money from not working than working. We've been hearing that bullshit argument my entire life. That's right. Without asking the actual questions or talking to people. And as we were saying... It seems like this echo chamber are peop- is filled up with people who are privileged, yep. who have never been in that kind of looking for work place in that way, who don't experience the minimum wage in any way. No. Deciding that the reason that, uh, say, a restaurant that, by the way, fired everybody last year, mm-hmm. why people aren't rushing back to work there? Well, how about this? They don't trust that it's stable, number one. That's right. I watched Tom Colicchio get on, on show after show and talk about how they're having a hard time getting back workers. And I go, I can tell you exactly why you're having a hard time. Because you fired everybody. You had to. I'm not, I don't mean that right. as an insult. But you fired everybody. You closed. And then a lot of businesses, including I know he did, here and there, we have a friend who's an expert, she's a fine dining server, very, mm-hmm. very skilled, has worked in, in some of the best restaurants. I mean, top tier. Top tier, like very, very skilled, has been doing it for years. And the deal is that during the during COVID of last year, they kept trying to sort of bring people back. Mm-hmm. And every time they did that, it screwed up her benefits. Yes, it did. And so she what so they they had like a weekend where they were like okay we're gonna do it like a catering event and people are gonna order and they'll come up and drive and we'll give you guys work so what ended up happening is she got paid for a day's worth of work which then took her out of her benefit package which was the thing keeping her alive and then she had to get back in it as you know francis you haven't even received i've been they stopped paying me my benefits in december i have to go to i, I was gonna actually on. have to go to court i have to go to court to tell them that i am me because they don't believe she's her. They don't. And I did the ID me. I did that in January. So the thing is that there are a lot of reasons. This idea that people don't want to work or we're getting too much money from. We're not. No. That's not the issue. The issue is there's no child care. The issue is people are sick or recovering or taking care of other family members who are. Yes. Um, and the thing is that if even if you started... We knew before the majority of Americans didn't have $400. If a $400 emergency came up, that was the majority of this country was going to be unable to deal with that. That was at the, that was before COVID. Now we've had over a year and a half of this economic deprivation. And what that means is that if you were broke before, you super broke now. I was just about to say, if you were broke before, you're broken now. And you can't do things. And and, and the whole point of, of even trying to, the heavy lift of trying to put the egg back together. Mm-hmm. You can't even get. You can't How even. How are you supposed to get that? to this job? I know yeah, exactly. a lot of people had to give up their car because they couldn't afford that car payment. That's right. And, and there is, and you, there aren't buses and stuff right now the same way. So what do you? There's a whole bunch of things that go to work here. But what isn't? Why is it the first place they always go is people's internal work ethic? That's right. And never, ever, ever once do I watch these people wearing three thousand dollars suits talk about. Do you, their work ethic? Because you know what it is. Let me tell you where they want to get you to. Where they want to get their vote, where GOP want to get their voters' minds to is lazy black people, lazy brown people living off your money, your tax money. And you know what, everybody? Get mad, white people. Because you know who's living off your tax money? Jeff Bezos. You know who's living off your tax money? Your tax money? Elon Musk. You know who's living off your tax money? Bill Gates. That's right. That's who's living off your tax money i can tell you who ain't you that's right or me like or me so that's i mean the idea that while and and i was glad it got discussed the other night um and it's getting discussion senator elizabeth warren was on 
um, I think was it on um, Chris Hayes or, or a man? I was thinking it was Chris Hayes the other night talking about you know the, the wealth tax. Yeah. The fact of the matter is that one percent has made a killing in the yes. last year. Billions. They have, they have increased their wealth astronomically, while the rest of us have gotten further, further, further into in debt hole. into the hole that we can't get out of. If I start working today, I don't start at zero. I'm in the hole. Yeah. You know, and when you start talking about taking away the uh, rent benefit or the, you know, the moratorium, when you start taking that away, when you start taking those things away, you fuck us because we can't function. That's right. If I start working today, that money doesn't immediately do anything but sort of pseudo keep me a little bit afloat Might right now. Might keep you now. fed. Maybe. And I'm only taking care of me and a dog, really. And other people who are taking care of kids and family. And this, if you don't have a place to take your kids, if you don't have any way for them to get watched safely, and, and or you've got somebody in that home other than you that you're also taking care of, this isn't that people don't want to work. This yeah. concept that they're making too much money on unemployment. No, they're not. The one thing that actually turned the economy around was the first $1,200 stimulus. Yeah. $1,200 stimulus. That, that immediately, you know what we do? You know what we do when we get money? We put it back into the system. That's right. Because we, we have things. to. Because we have to. You know because who does it? Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Bill yeah. Gates. That's right. Three Republican governors plan to cut enhanced jobless benefits in their states in an effort to force people to return to work. Fuck Again, you. what Fuck I you. my Arkansas, Montana, and South Carolina. Places what, that we know as being bustling economic epicenters of opportunity. Absolutely. Here's my thing. They have targeted the extra $300 in weekly enhanced jobless benefits from the $1.9 trillion pandemic relief package as businesses reopen and states lift restrictions. Other Republican governors have also recently reinstated requirements for unemployment aid, which they have suspended, uh, had suspended earlier in the pandemic. Here's my issue. All you voters... In all these states, what I need you to remember is this, is the cruel, the cruelty of this. This is what your governor thinks of your population and the people. Not to help people. Not to help service people. Not during a pandemic. Which, no, by the it, way, helps all the, the economy. The, the, entire, the yeah. entire country. And it's, it's not, not charity. World. It's also your fucking money. That's right. It's That's money right. that they took from you. And Francis will tell you one of my regular complaints is why in the fuck we allow the government to retax unemployment benefits. Yep. Unemployment benefits are tied to how much you have worked. They are tied to what money you've put into the system. Therefore, they've already been taxed. I do not understand why we allow the government to tax them again. The same money that is ours. Yes. That drives me batty. Oh, and you can tell she's batty because she's speaking I'm talking staccato. talking staccato, which is what we do <laughs> when we're trying to say, hey, stupid monkeys, we know what you are doing. Yes. And we'll be right back after these messages. Well, the holidays are here and finding the perfect gift is tricky, right? Omaha Steaks makes it so easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Everyone I've sent this to goes crazy. OmahaSteaks.com. Enter the code Stephanie in the search bar. You not only save over 50%, but you get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free. These are the best burgers, period. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship right away. Avoid the holiday shipping hustle and bustle and order the perfect gift package today at OmahaSteaks.com. Don't forget you get those eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie in the search bar. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, 100% guaranteed. You will 
not believe the quality and the quantity of food you get. Everybody is just bowled over when they get this Omaha Steaks gift package. The best steaks, the best burgers, the best chicken, you name it. How about those caramel apple tartlets? Everything is incredible. OmahaSteaks.com. Don't forget that keyword is Stephanie in the search bar. OmahaSteaks.com. Do it now. People say puffiness and under-eye bags are the hardest things to get rid of. Till now, introducing Genucel Plant Stem Cell Therapy from Chamonix, specifically targeting eye puffiness and bags. Genucel is incredibly powerful. Natural serum, they guarantee you'll see results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. Listeners see a dramatic improvement in just two weeks. A true Chamonix classic, Genucel contains eight extra ingredients to significantly reduce the appearance of bags and puffiness. Plus, Genucel uses patented plant stem cell technology to improve longevity with brilliant long-term results. Save big right now on Genucel's risk-free introductory offer. Go to lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie, promo code Stephanie at checkout for an extra 10% off. That is lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. You'll also get the amazing Zotique Deep Correcting Serum free when you order the most popular package today. Chamonix, the best skincare, best results are your money back. Lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. That is lovegenucel.com slash Stephanie. That code is Stephanie. Welcome back. McConnell is poised for a starring role in the voting bill fight. And really what I would like to say instead of that, the fight is taking people's rights away. Yep. They're trying to disenfranchise everyone who doesn't vote for Republicans. And even some people who do. They're, they're, they're fine yes. with losing some of those votes too. They just want to make sure. I don't know why we feel the need to let the losing team speak the fuck at all. But... <laughs> Well, this is what killed me. DeSantis coming out after they passed all those bills in Florida going, hey. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 minute. wait. Hold up. Oh, hold up. This is going to affect our side too. But you saw how they tried to like figure out a way to say we'd like Republican people to be able to vote by mail, but nobody else. Yes. It's quite what it is. It's, and this is the thing. Yes. Are they using Trump? But what they are is autocrats. What they are is fascists. What they are is white supremacists. When I've heard arguments like we don't need just people to vote, we need quality votes. Yeah. They're white supremacists. And I don't know why we can't just say that when they are. I'm going to tell, tell you what our problem is. And I'm going to say it like I mean it. It is the bleeding heart white liberals problem. Mm-hmm. Because what you do, what they don't want to do is call they mammies and and pappies and grandpappies and cousins and sisters out on their bullshit. We've been telling you and telling you. If you're going to coddle these motherfuckers all this day is, long. This is what we're going to have to this, deal with. This, this, this the bullshit we got. We're going to have to scoop. This the poop scoop of bullshit we got to deal with. I think, you know, Rachel Mano says it all the time. Watch what they do. They aren't. Mitch McConnell never uses Trump's name. He's not up there promoting Trump. He is promoting a fascist, autocratic, white supremacist agenda. Absolutely. That is what he's promoting. And I'm like, yeah, Trump lost for them. But what scared them more than Trump losing was how many people voted. And how many populations they have worked very hard since Reconstruction and the abandonment of Reconstruction worked very hard to keep disenfranchised. Yep. That is why, because these bills are all about cutting off votes, even when it intersects with their own voters. Yes. The action in Congress, Congress comes as states, including Georgia, Florida, Arizona, and Texas, are pushing new voting rules spurred by former President Donald Trump's false claims about election fraud after his 2020 loss. 
uh, which, you know, and we were just talking about this. It has put the Democrats on the defense, which okay. let's talk about that. Why okay. are we on the defense? Because we, I'm going to say it like I mean it, because we need to ovary up. Yeah. We need to stop allowing people to, this is the thing about being on the defense. And Francis will tell this is something I think about a lot. The minute you find yourself on the defense, you've lost, in my mm-hmm. opinion. What you have to do is be on the offense. And, and, and what I really, I do not believe that Chuck Schumer is the person for this. I don't know who we've got besides him. But when I put him up against Mitch McConnell, he isn't, he isn't saying what needs to be said. Yeah. And I think the point is we're not defending. Don't, we're not defending. Well, we are is about, I'm sorry. I think it's called build back better. Yes. No, you're right. Mitch McConnell. We're not trying to go back in time. You know what we're doing? Going forward. forward. That's what we're doing. And I get that. You've looked at the changing demographics and what you've realized that this election, you know, Texas is going blue. That's right. You know it. And that is because you are a white supremacist organization and no matter how you cover it you can't get you never yeah you can't get that emerging black and brown vote because you um are white supremacists that's right critics warn that states are seeking to reduce voter access particularly for black voters ushering in a new jim crow era for the 21st century and here's my thing i don't think the jim crow era ever fucking left no okay let's tell the truth and my thing is yeah GOP just say it with your whole fucking chest we don't want brown and black people to be able to have access to our lily white democracy we don't want them here in this country we want to keep them subverted in their minds absolutely unattached to what is happening to them in a civic sense do not let them reformulate this discussion into some other issue and every time they try to say it your white supremacists who believe who want to who want to destroy the constitution that's right in this country that's right that's what they are and and acting like trying to continually come up with other reasons they are not backing a loser they are backing making sure it doesn't matter if they lose yep they don't care about trump any more than he cares about them what they care about is utilizing that trump that the group of people who seem to think trump means something and is there for them utilizing their energy and their, their momentum for sure but they're not up here trying to get trump voted back in what they are trying to do is make sure that it doesn't matter who votes yes. that they stay in and every time we allow the discussion to be about anything else i feel like we're giving we're playing into them that's right and speaking of which i loved uh what maureen o'dowd wrote about liz cheney in the new york okay. times now first okay. of all i got a because I don't want to fucking talk about Liz Cheney. Okay, fuck let that us bitch. be clear. Let us be clear. And I, I think I can speak for you too on this, Francis. Fuck Liz Cheney. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Do I want her in the Republican leadership? Fuck no. No. The bitch is crazy. And her votes are horrible. And she against me. She against all of us. Shit, she's against 99% of white people. Totally. She's not good. She, what she's getting complimented for, which disturbs me also, is telling the truth. Absolutely. And you know what? Go ahead. And her and Mitt Romney trying on some level to tell the truth. But here's the problem. You allowed, you are, you helped this grow yep. in your party. Yep. You helped it become the party it is. And now what they're going to do, because this is what we've been talking about all the time. They're going to bite the hand that fed them. That's right. That's how these people roll. That's right. And here's the thing. You know, your da- you know, Dick Cheney can't take everybody on a, on a damn fishing trip and shoot them in the face. No, because I don't know why that's so, um, why people like it is shot in the face by Dick Cheney, but apparently it makes you loyal forever. Totally. And I mean, he must, I don't know what that bull is full of, but. Maureen O'Dowd says uh, in this article, she goes, how naive, oh, Maureen, you speak for all of us. How naive I, I was to think that Republicans would be eager to change 
change the channel after Trump cost them the Senate and the White House and unleashed a mob on them. She's like, how naive. Because I thought that too, Maureen. I, we all thought, you know what? Yeah. We're going to turn the page. The Republicans are going to be, be better. They, they're probably relieved too. Yes. But this is the thing we keep forgetting, and I'm going to keep saying it. They are actually white supremacists. That's right. This isn't, this isn't, oh, we just, they keep talking about Republicans, and I hate this languaging, as you know I do. Whenever they say, well, this person has to vote this way in order to stay in power. Mm. No, 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 no. You don't have to stay in power, number one. You have to, you have to run for any kind of office. There's no gun to your head about running to office. What do you have? Don't you misuse words. You don't have to do anything. They, they, what they are, are people with no integrity, low integrity, and white supremacists. Yep. Fascists. She period. goes on to say, I thought Donald would evaporate in a poof of orange smoke, ending a supremely screwed up period of history. But the loudest mouth is not shutting up, and Republicans continue to listen, clinging to the idea that the dinosaur is the future. Quote, we can't grow without him, says Lindsey Graham. I don't even think Lindsey Graham believes that. I think what he knows is we can't alienate this little population of people who votes for him because we're going to take away everybody else's vote. That's right. Denied Twitter, Trump is focusing on his favorite other blood sport, hunting down dynasties, whether it's the Cheneys, the Bushes, or lesser bloodlines, such as the Romneys or the Murkowskis. That's a very, um, very interesting, Lesser right? bloodlines? Blood that's Marino Dowd, right? No, no, no. This is somebody else. Okay. Uh, David Siders. Okay. Uh, Trump has been relentless in his efforts to force them to bend the knee, said David Siders, wrote in Political. Yet an unbowed Liz Cheney did not mince words when she implored that the stooges in her caucus to, quote, steer away from the dangerous and anti-democratic Trump cult of personality. But she didn't do it for the four years he was in office. No, she did not. And I just, I really serious, now that the building's burned down, you got something to say about it? Like, I just... I can't do what this is the Stefanik votes better yeah. for our, for our purposes. But the reality is what they're, they're pumping the brakes on her they're because they figured that out. Because this thing about this group of people, what they care about is their own money, their own wealth, their That's own right. power. They're they, 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 and they're just, they're simply racist, white supremacist, anti-democratic, fascist, xenophobic, home, you know, homophobic, sexist motherfuckers. Mm. That's what they do. That's what they make. That's what the, the cake is. Yeah. That's what they, bake hey and that is our final word now it's time for emails emails time to go get your emails we're gonna thank you for writing us at frangela08 at gmail.com um i think i answered an email today from january so when i tell you we are we are around we are getting it done there's just a lot of them and we, which makes us very happy but we do always look at them yeah so it's not that we haven't seen it yeah um but you're, you it might be a minute for your responses and we thank you this is from Tad H. Thank you very much. He says, speculating on Francis's age. Well, thank you, Tad. Francis and Angela, on the most recent Idiot of the Week, we learned that Francis's brothers used to con people using three-card Monty. Yes, you did learn that. That's right. After hearing all the trials and tribulations of her childhood, I am now convinced that somewhere in Chicago, a, a Chicago archive, there is a picture of Francis standing between a vegetable cart and Mrs. O'Leary's cow. Wow. Just, were you that were you what started the great fire? Yes. Just an observation that ended up the more thought out joke of the two I conjured, Tad H. You know what, Tad? Tad? I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm not saying that you're right. I'm just saying. She's very old. <laughs> very, very old. We don't know how old. That's how old. No, I'm th yeah, three card Monty? Yeah. I mean, I can... seriously, it's vaudevillian. Like, how old are you? It's easy, though. You know, three-card Monty, I you just... didn't do that. You 
I don't. What? I just no. Oh, okay. No, no. There was electricity when I was a child. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know what happened with the vegetable. I don't. I don't understand. Uh, thank you. We're, we'll get to the bottom of this. Yeah. We'll count the rings. Next up, I'm. All, I'm not gonna chop her in half to count the rings though. She There's got to be an easier way. Let me if I just look down your throat. Um, this is from John. As many of you should know, um, John is the Wasp Commander. John in Boston, and the Wasp Commander is a part of the Anti Spider Kingdom forces. Mm-hmm. It's a whole. I won't get into the whole how the the you know our military forces work in Frangeltopia, but in any case, he wrote to us: the snake eating its own tail is Ouroboros. Mm-hmm. Easy to pronounce. Oh, Rob. Oh, Ross. Ah, thank you. Thank oh, Robo you. Russ. I suppose there could be an um, Oroboros named Amorosa, though. Why not? Here's the deal. What we, I think what we successfully did, and I'm proud of this, Francis. Hmm. What we want is every time you think of a snake eating its own tail, I'd like you to see Amorosa. Yeah. How about that? Because what explains it more clearly? Than that. Than that. I think that's even more clear than the snake eating its own tail. In fact, they should make a picture of Amarosa eating, eating her own that's tail. The, that's the whole, that was my first image. That's what I'm saying. And because uh, you know what she ain't in? Yeah. Barbecue. I can tell you that. Bitch totally. can't come. Totally. Totally. This is from Richard C. Thank you very much. He says, hey, sisters, I just wanted to say hello and thank you for your humor. You're killing it on the Stephanie Miller show today. Slapping people with a titty is hilarious. Just the thing a strong black mother would do. Y'all okay, take this care. is a direct you, Richard. act of support, Richard, because you know that mama, Stephanie Miller, we Francis got in trouble I on did Friday. Two weeks in a row. Well, because you were act you were you, you acted out, act out two weeks passionate. in a row. You I got passionate. You said this is the thing. And so you got written up. You, you got a little talking to. I and did. now you found see when you people write these emails, you think it's funny, ha ha ha. All you do is ensure that we gonna get talked about on Friday again. Totally. Totally. I'm trying to act right. Totally. Next up. Next up. Uh, this is uh, Booking Flight Spirit Airlines. Uh, hope y'all are enjoying your Tuesday night. I was just looking at flights to Nashville on Kayak, and there is an actual button you can click to hide Spirit Airlines. That's hysterical. No other airline can be hidden like that. Just spirit. <laughs> Thought you might enjoy that. Nate Chaps. Thank Jay. you, Nate. Nate, you knew we would enjoy it because you know hear it. what I tell you that when your service is so bad, Francis. So bad. So bad that in the internet, the infinite breach of the internet, right? Mm. Where there's just every business, they had to create a button to avoid Spirit Airlines. That's right. Because people are like, for safety. For people's safety. And because, for safety. Because I have no doubt the community clamored for it. Yep. It's kind of like how long it took them to get the avoid highways thing yeah. on like MapQuest. Because this is the thing. I'm going to encourage you right now. I don't care if you don't plan on flying anywhere this year. Go hit that setting. Totally. Go hit that six. You don't even want to trip up and make the mistake. Steak. And I've done that. We've been on a spirit. Um, I, I kind of think of it more as a, a pre-rape flight <laughs> thing. It's like a really it's uh, awful. You cannot do not do it. Don't do it's it. It's going to be tempting because it looks cheap. But you know what isn't cheap? Your life. Yes. And That's your sanity cheap. and your safety. All right. Now it's time for resistance. Wrap up. This is where we give you an actionable item, something you can do to help us move forward and build back better. Yay! We'd like you to. We've talked, we're going to keep talking about this assault on uh, democracy and on our voting rights. Um, Another organization that is uh, right now working, and particularly in Arizona, um, Vote From Home. Mm -hmm. So if you go to votefromhome2020.org, you can get more information about them. 
But our control of the Senate will rest on our ability to reelect some people and to get some more people. We'd like to get a better margin in 2022, obviously. Yes. But they are specifically looking at uh, the ability to reelect Mark Kelly in Arizona. Um, Republican Doug Ducey just signed into law a measure mandating mail ballots with missing signatures be thrown out, potentially disenfranchising thousands. So this group is focusing on talking to voters and making sure fewer ballots are thrown out. That's why we're there asking if you can donate some money, $10, anything. Yeah. It will help this organization among the many. Yes. We always say, go check out Fair Fair Fight. Go check all of them. Yes. But this is a place we really need to put our energy. Because to me, this that's the whole ballgame. That's right. That's right. And you know what? And what we figured out, I think, as Democrats is where is and should our laser point focus be? You know, and these areas like Arizona, where the GOP is trying to erase Arizona votes. And we have this like rabid racist group of people really trying to disenfranchise the last vote, the vote that got counted. They're still trying to disenfranchise okay. that vote. Can Not we just even the talk about coming up. the clownery going on in Arizona? Woo! I can't. I can't with the crazy town. I mean, they got people counting their own votes. Yes. And using, um, I guess, UV lights. To, I don't know if they're looking for bodily fluids. I don't know what they're looking for. I'm telling you, this is this is why we have to fight this crazy. Because here's the thing. If you get more Republicans in there who don't care and are absolutely on this agenda of stealing votes and disenfranchising people, we will, we will never, never come out of this as well but this is the thing i think we all we've been saying people gotta get their mind around this action is going to take place in the street Mm -hmm. so help get on it do what you can join these organizations or you know in our own these bills are everywhere yeah so whatever state you're in it there's a bill there is a bill being tried to put through your state legislature so get involved please Please. For everyone. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The, the Final Word. Word. We want to thank you again uh, for following us at all social medias at Frangela Duo. That's D-U-O. We want to give a big thank you and we love you to our producer, Laura, and we love and miss you, Gail. <laughs> <laughs>